Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Zach. And we're back. Yeah, we are back. With uh, the second episode of season two. Yes. As we continue on in our Christian cults series. Yes, we're going to be doing that here in a little bit. Yes, we are. But before we get to that, it's always fun to talk a little bit about our week. Things that are going on in our life. Well, we're doing the podcast. It's been a crazy week. Oh, yeah, we are. First off, go ahead. Well, it's been a crazy week. Yes. What, What happened? We, I, I, well, we're doing the podcast on Sunday, Zach. <laughs> That's cuckoo bananas. You can tell that we just got done like doing two services yeah. and doing all the other things that we do on Sunday because we we can't our think. Our brains are shutting down. So if you at some point during this you're like, I'm going to shut down this podcast. <laughs> I hope I hope it doesn't get to that. Point. I hope it doesn't get to that point. But yeah, it might. Bear bear with us. Bear down. Bear down. As we push through. All right, yes. so yeah, it, it has been. It's been a very busy week. Zach. Very busy week. But it's been a great week in a lot of ways. But Friday just did not go according to plan. No, I got I got a text from you on Wednesday. Yes, that you're like I can't make Friday because go ahead. So yes, my my lovely son. I love him to death. He's the he's a cool kid. He is a cool kid. He's a unique kid, um, but he has a bad habit of not letting us know when things are happening. So his desk at school, I guess, should be taken to some museum somewhere. A museum piece on how how uh, messy a desk can be. So is his teacher, like, for, does he get in trouble for it? He doesn't get in trouble. I think they're, like, catching on to it now. So listen to this. Early in the year, okay, Addie got her pictures taken. Yes. Well, obviously, all the kids get their pictures taken. She got her pictures back from the school pictures, right? Yeah. She had her pictures taken after because she's in high school now. So the high school was taken a, like a week after the elementary school. Yeah. And she okay. got her pictures back first. And so we're like, Elliot, well, you know, what's going on? You know, we, there's, you don't have your school pictures. So he was like, yeah, I, I think I might have left my, uh, the, the, the form to get the pictures in my desk and, mm-hmm. and not taken it to actually get the pictures. So we're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, you, you, we gave you this money and like a form to take to the picture as, you know, pictures at school. And you left it in your desk and did not get the form. He's like, I have to check in my desk. So at the parent teachers conference, I guess they <laughs> we were talking to them. They took the, the stuff out of his desk, and it was so jammed in there that when they pulled the papers and stuff out, it, it came out in like a block, <laughs> like it was jammed into his desk so much. <laughs> the picture form wasn't in there, but his pictures were. So he got his pictures back and didn't- shoved them in his desk and didn't bring them home. So he didn't have his picture. No way. So this is why his desk is. So Wednesday, he goes, guess what? Our boys, man. He goes, guess what? The spelling bee is on Friday. Okay. This is Wednesday. Spelling bee is Friday morning. Yeah. I'm like, we knew he had qualified for it because they did like a thing earlier in the year (laughs) where they had a little test or whatever. And I knew, we knew he had qualified for it, but we didn't know what day it was. Okay. He's like, yeah, the paper's in my desk. I'm like, sure it is. Is it with everything else you have shoved in this desk? You got your paper. You know, he knew where that paper was. (laughs) So I'm like, well, Laura was already working that day. She happened to be subbing at the school, so she was going to be there. But we had the okay. podcast in the morning, so I'm like, Steve, can we like move this podcast? Because Ella just told me that we he's spelling me. Because I was debating back and forth whether he hadn't studied. Okay, he <laughs> didn't put zero time into this, and like I'm going to cancel yeah. my whole day, go to this thing. He's going to miss the first word, yep. and then we're going to go home. Oh, that y- you called me the day of, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, guess what happened? I'm like, he was out in the first round, wasn't he? And good. The sucker won the spelling bee. He won the spelling <laughs> he won bee. The whole thing. He studied some Wednesday night and Thursday night and some Friday morning. 
So on the spelling bee, they have different lists. They have a beginner's list, an intermediate list, and then advanced. Yes. So they start with the beginners, and they go until they get a winner. All right? So he maybe got through 30% of the beginner list, like looking at it. <laughs> and they he won the whole thing. That's I, amazing. I was in shock. I was so proud of him. At the same time, it was it was classic Elliot. He was he was a like a trip up on that stage, hamming it up. So in the spelling bee, there was like twenty kids. And how it works is if somebody misses a word, the next person has to spell it right. That person like stands on the side, and and the next person comes up. If they spell it correctly, that person's out. Right? Yeah. Um. So what would happen would be. One of them would miss a word, and it looked seemed like it freaked out the next person. And they would they came up there and spelled it the exact same way as the first person did. So there would be like six people in a row that spelled the same word wrong, mm-hmm. and then someone would spell it right, and so six people would be out. So all of a sudden he's sitting up there, and there's only four people left on stage. And I'm like, it only been like two rounds through, and there's four people left. And I'm like, <laughs> there's four people left. And so it's then, like a ten minute <laughs> spelling. Yeah, when you called me, I'm like. I think done already. <laughs> yeah. So it just like it got quick. Like the whole lots of people went out all, all at once. Gosh, thanks. So, yeah, he got up there. It was fun just to see him up there because there was he's in fourth grade. This is fourth through sixth grade. So he was the youngest one, one of the youngest ones in the thing. Wow. So he got down to him and a sixth grade girl and they went back and forth a little bit. He'd, he'd get one right. She'd get it right. He'd miss it. Then she wouldn't spell it right either, and he'd be back in. Then she'd miss one. Just keep and playing he'd with your emotions. <laughs> yeah, it's like back. It's and like forth, yeah, it's like back and forth field goals in overtime. <laughs> yeah. So it, at one point, she had missed it. He got that word right, and so then if you if you get that word right, they give you an extra word, and if you get that, it's you over. Win. You win. So he was up there, and I'm like, he's going to win it. They give him the word patio. Yeah, <laughs> I think. You, you know, they've been spelling words like much longer than that. I was like, yeah. oh, he's going to win the spelling bee. He spelled patio, P-A-D-I-O. Patio. <laughs> like, That's like the most Western <laughs> PA way to spell that, too. <laughs> I have a patio. Yeah, patio. Patio. And I'm like, oh. So then the girl came back in again because he missed it. So he just went back and forth for a while. So uh, She misspelled patio? No. Like, oh, she didn't have patio. She didn't have patio, but because he didn't get that right, he, yeah, he got knocked out. I so heard then the last word she misspelled was failure. <laughs> <laughs> but it, the, so the winning word was karate. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to show you the video. Karate. So he gets up there. He spells it right. He goes K-A-R-A-T-E. And he goes, wait, I want to start again. And so I, I, he, he said he <laughs> You're saw. like, come on, kid. <laughs> he, said, he said he saw me put my hand up to his, <laughs> my face. I didn't even know I was he doing saw, this. I saw my dad's disappointment <laughs> wash over his face. So, <laughs> so then he's going to stay with him forever. I know. I feel so bad. But then he goes, he karate, and he spells it K-A-R. And like he stops, and he goes, he shrugged his shoulders and goes, A-T-E karate and like he's had this defeated look he was like it's on it's on video it's really yeah. funny like, uh, i know i know sho- how i could I, I could see elliot shrug. in my mind's eye and they go that's right and he's like he won the spelling bee he didn't know he won it like he did he thought he spelled it wrong because of my reaction yeah. that i didn't even know how yeah. i was going oh man so that was an exciting day i saw him that night and i said dude you won the spelling bee he's like no i didn't <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm like what yes you did I, your dad called me he's like I didn't win that. <laughs> That's the way he is. I know. And like, cause Brandon was, you know, with me too. And Brandon's like, good job, dude. He's like, I didn't win. 
did. Like Elliot, yeah. <laughs> just be like, just stop. Yeah, just no, stop. Man. So that's so that's what happened. That's why we. Um, yeah, we didn't, didn't have record. our podcast Friday morning, so I'm very thankful right, I went because yeah. I was going back and forth whether I'm not even you didn't even study for this, but yeah, thankfully I went because I'd have been kicking myself if I didn't go. Dude, I've I've found myself this week a lot, just a lot of things going on. Number one, uh, I got back into video games. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no, I know it, my my week was not all that uh, exciting to be honest, but my kids have been they got a switch for Christmas. Yeah. And so I, I've I've re-entered the world of video games, Nintendo nice. video games, nice. and uh, so we got the Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, yeah, which I was horribly disappointed with. Really? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. And before anybody like starts throwing daggers or whatever, I don't know if you can throw a dagger. I'm sure you can if you try hard. Um, I'm very used to a very particular style of game playing, that being an N64. That's pretty much where I ended yeah. my years. Yeah. Maybe PlayStation. I guess I did play a lot of PlayStation, uh, like, two. But anyway, uh, I got this game. And it's like it's nothing like I ever experienced before. And, uh, you know, being a, I, I don't know, uh, like a fuddy-duddy at heart, I'm like, I just can't do this. And I saw there was another one. Ooh. Like, oh, I'll get that one. It's yeah. a different game, a yeah. different Zelda game. I was like, I'll get that one. I get that one, and it's even worse. Oh, and I'm like, bummer, God, this is, this is ridiculous. This is not a good story. This is very much <laughs> a Zach going to Taco Bell story. Um, but I, I was like, I, I'm trying. And I, I, I have you found it hard to get into games oh, yeah, I don't at this age? Anymore. Yeah, I, I can't. I, 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 like, I have guys that I'm friends with that still get into video games and enjoy yeah. it. I cannot do it. No. Like it's it's like such a time commitment. Yeah. And like I'm like uh, Yeah. I'd rather just sit and do nothing than yeah. play this game. Yeah. I yeah, I agree. I don't if I I've probably haven't played a video game in I don't know, a couple years. I played them when the kids were younger. I think yeah. we talked about this last week when they when Did they, we? A little bit cuz oh, we I'm talked sorry. about the kid that I'm having the switch, but whenever the kids were um, younger and they couldn't play very well. They would have dad come up and show them the ropes, and that was fun. Yeah. And now that they play well, they don't. They don't. They don't want me around. Yeah. Well, you know, because I take their time. They want me to play Mario Kart with them. Okay. Did I talk about this last week? I think so. Maybe. Uh, what is wrong with? See, this is the problem on Sunday afternoons. This is my yeah. fault. No, because we're. This is just gonna be last week's episode <laughs> all over again. <laughs> no. We're gonna talk about that. Mormons here in about five minutes. <laughs> no, but I've been crushing them crushing them nice at mario kart nice and i i could see the pain in their eyes as nice. i beat them but i want them to earn it man yeah like i'm not one of those parents that lets my kids win no nope. do you let your kids win heavens no no why what why would i let them win what is that going to teach them? i tell you what it now that now that they're older we play vi- uh, board games all the time and i would always mop the floor with them hmm. but they're getting better yeah and now now we're Obviously not on equal footing, but we're getting I mean, closer. With you, Zach, they're never <laughs> going to be on equal footing. Uh, but they're getting closer, <laughs> and they. Uh, so yeah, they're getting to the point now where they they know the strategies on like how to win. Like yeah. you, you know, in certain board games, a lot of strategy board games, you can play the game fine. Yeah, but there comes a point where you can, you manipulate it enough that you know how to win. Like you know the certain things to do that get you enough points or whatever to win the game and that's a lot of board games are that way yeah that, that it, if you know what to do at the end 
like the ending of the games in order to win. So they've got that part down. What they have not yet mastered is if they're behind on how to like keep the game going in mm-hmm. order to catch up. Yeah. You know, like, oh, my brother could win doing this. I'm going to do something to keep him from doing that. Like, they yep. haven't mastered that part of it yet. When they get to that level, then they will... Being turds. Th- yes. They haven't mastered that aspect <laughs> yes. of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, oh, my goodness. We were playing Ticket to Ride yeah. with the kids, and I was doing that to them. I'm, like, blocking <laughs> yeah. areas that they need. They're like, yeah. why are you doing that? Because I'm like, I'm going to teach you how to play <laughs> a game. And I'm like, ooh, look at that, coast to coast. Another <laughs> ticket for me. Yeah. And they're like, Dad, this isn't fun. I'm like, oh, it's fun. It'll be fun someday. It's fun for me. <laughs> I played a game called, and I lost, hardcore. Yeah. I lost this game. But we, I played uh, with the O'Boyles, like, our, our, my friends that were the missionaries in, in yeah. Toronto, now they're in Meadville. Over Christmas break, I went to their house, and we played a game called Wingspan. Oh, I'd be good at that game. Yeah, you you won. <laughs> Zach, you walk into the room and you win. Yeah. Like I I've never seen a person that's arms are like uh, his his <laughs> arms from end to end are as tall as he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's it not might be. No, you <laughs> your arms are not that long. They might be longer. I think you, you it's you're very like you're properly proportioned. Speak one more thing we need to talk about. All right. Anyway, um we played this game called Wingspan and it was awesome. Okay. But it was the most highly detailed, involved game I've ever played. You got crushed. But once I got into it, I loved it. But yeah, by the time I actually understood what I was doing, I yeah. was I was too far behind to catch up. Yeah. But it's like you're trying to build this uh, aviary. Okay. It's nice. amazing. That sounds fun. It was a, it was a lot of fun because it's like you have to you have to figure out like. I'm not even going to try to describe it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sitting there. I'm like, are you kidding? It was like the game that kept on having more rules as yeah. you got deeper into it. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Anyway, so last week, last Sunday, um, one of the students during my service, I got done with my message last Sunday, and one of our students says, hey, Pastor Steve, I was told I, was told I have to measure your head, which is the weirdest <laughs> thing that has ever been said to me. All right? I'm not going to get into all the details of this whole situation. But the, my point is, my head was measured. Several other people's heads were measured. And my head is not that much bigger than anybody else's head. Are you sure it was the physical head they were talking about? Or are they talking about, like, like the, 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 you know, like... You my mental big, capacity? Yeah. No, no. Like, you think you've got a big head. Like... Think a lot about yourself. I think very highly of myself, yeah. Zach. If 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 it was about how highly we thought of of oneself, um, I would have a peanut on <laughs> on top of my head. That's not true. I do not think highly of. I don't. I I I I feel like my inner voice is very negative. Uh, <laughs> it's like, like it's like having Statler and Waldorf follow me around, just burning me on everything <laughs> I do. Yeah, no, but uh, I, I my head was only slightly larger than your head. Yeah. We're talking about, what was it, like three-quarters of an inch? Well, not three-quarters. Three-quarters of an inch is pretty big as far as head size goes. Shut it, Zach. <laughs> I think it was like a quarter of an inch. It wasn't that Is that what it was? Yeah, it was pretty small. That was 23 and three-quarter. Yeah, I forget what I was. You were like 23 and a half or half? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so there, Cyrus. We are one hat size apart from one <laughs> another. I felt so vindicated. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure that was the intended effect. 
Um, so yeah, why don't we take a break? Yeah. And when we come back, yeah, we'll have uh, our second, the second half where we're going to talk about another Christian cult. Let's do it. That being the Jehovah's Witnesses. All right. See you in a minute. And we are back with our, our main topic for today yeah. as we consider, continue on in the series. Last week, I thought we had a very good discussion about... It was a, I thought it was a very fair conversation. Yeah. Because, I mean, once again, our goal in this is not to put down other people's beliefs. Yeah. Our goal here is to inform. Right. Uh, what we're trying to do is, is just make people aware. What What is Christianity? What is right. mainline Christianity? And what isn't? Uh, and there's f- several core tenets uh, that uh, m- make Christianity Christianity. If yeah. you take any of those things out, correct, it's no longer Christianity. Right. Um, I think we're going to find the one we're talking about today is a little more close to, Christ- to normal uh, Christianity than the Mormonism was. Uh, yeah, I was actually so in my preparation for this, and, and you did your own prep on this yeah. one uh, as well. Uh, I, I've never really studied Jehovah's Witnesses as much as I thought I had. I yeah. thought I had the Jehovah's Witnesses pegged, and I didn't. Yeah. Um, because, uh, actually, I think a lot of the things that I knew about Mormonism, I was yeah. also associating with Jehovah's Witness, and they could not be no, further apart. No, because the, the, the Mormons we found out last week, there was more of a vision, and this guy had a kind of a strange vision uh, and some weird stuff and some weird the, thoughts about planets and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the and truth about Mormonism is that was like out there, yeah. out there, out there. Like, I mean, it was very much a um, it was an angle yeah. to to get followers. Right. Was what it was during a time of what they call the second like second great awakening or something yeah. of Christianity. That's being when the church was booming again and people were trying to figure out where they're going to church, all that right, kind right. of stuff. That was that's came where from, came out of that. Yeah, he was like, "Ooh, here's an opportunity." Yeah, he kind of has. Like, a, yeah. yeah, and that's what we kind of learned about Joseph Smith and the whole gang of them. Right. Well, something, uh, not the whole gang of them, but the, the the people at the top. Right. Were like, they're in it. The thing with Jehovah's Witnesses is, um, they're trying to do. I I feel like in my in my study, they're trying to do something noble. Yeah. But they went south. Yeah. And <laughs> I, think, I think that's it. Like, it seemed like it was a Bible study that wanted to grow closer to God. Yeah. That's what it sounded like it came from. Yeah. Actually, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, I, I didn't want to mention that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we can uh, edit that part. Our out. favorite city. <laughs> our favorite city. But yeah, they was the hometown. And then they seemed like it was kind of a new, rev- it was a new revelation, but it wasn't like a vision. It was like a different understanding yeah. of how yeah. the Bible was written. Interpretation. Interpretation, yes. Interpretation, uh, especially when it comes to end times, Yes, is where we're going to find the most difference. But, but here, Before that, we get into like the, the, the nitty-gritty of it, let's talk about what we know just generally about a Jehovah's Witness. When I think about a Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. I think about the person coming and knocking on my door and giving like, me a paper. And I want to talk to you about, yeah, you get a watchtower letter. Yes, like right? Is that what they call it? The wa- it's Watchtower. Like and we'll get into what the Watchtower is. Yeah. Because it it's like the name of, it's like a publication, but yeah. it's also like, it's part of the Jehovah's Witness. And it almost sounded like, I thought, when I was doing my research, I'm like, is this its own thing? It's not. No. It's just part of it. 
And s- did you know any Jehovah's Witness like growing like, per- up? Like personally, like have a relationship? No, or? I mean all I knew about Jehovah's Witnesses is honestly from what I would see on TV shows and how they were represented there, yeah. which probably impacted my overall view of it. Um, so on the show Community, okay, the one character is. A Jehovah's Witness, and they like make fun of him, or like uh, they don't make fun of him. Like he can. Well, the funny thing is, this character, like in real life, his family was okay. the actor that plays this character. His family what were Jehovah's Witnesses, so I think he like, like incorporated it into the character. Got it. But like they don't celebrate birthdays, they yes. don't celebrate any holidays. Correct. Um, I know that they uh, blood transfusions. They're not allowed to do those. Are. I, I and like I, I did have to look up why. So we will talk about <laughs> about that. If you're like blood transfusion, yeah. So if they have like major blood loss, they're not allowed to do that. They, and they they're they, not allowed to have a transfusion. Yeah, exactly. So if they they're in a bad accident, they're like, oh, they need blood. Oh, can't. Yeah. Like I'm like that's crazy. Yeah. To me, and but they're also like the uh, what's that conscientious objector, like in wars and stuff. Yeah, and that's is that what, what is that what it's called? Maybe I said it wrong. I don't know. Conscientious objector. Yeah, is that, is that yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, I had to like say why well, I had to <laughs> slow it down. Yeah. Conscientious. We're <laughs> doing like the spelling bee. Yeah. Conscientious. C O N. I'm not going anywhere from there. Conscientious. <laughs> conscientious. Um. Anyway. So yeah, uh, and that, that's what. Um, oh my goodness, what was the name of that soldier? We've talked about him several times. Oh yeah, like Hacksaw Ridge. And the Hacksaw Ridge situation. Yeah. I forget his name. Uh, it's going to come to me yeah. much later. But he was he was Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness, and that's why he would he refused to fight to f- uh, to fight, but he would provide medical aid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very interesting. And like I like I said. This is not what I was expecting it to right. be, but that does not make it any less an unbiblical version right. of Christianity. And I guess the other thing I know about them is they have their hall, like their kingdom houses. And so Kingdom like you, Hall. Yeah, you like drive down the road and it says Kingdom Hall this way. Kingdom like, Hall. What is that? You right know, in like, Hermitage. Yeah. I, I know that one well because it was it was on my bus route. <laughs> yeah. It's not the not the hall itself. You stopped. You like we stopped there, for, and for, and this whole group of people would come out with <laughs> with ties. It ties on and give you a. Now, that's the that's the Mormon. See, I'm still confusing uh, the Mormon. Give a uh, a Bible tract. Or they a, they or would give you a watchtower. Watch yeah, I'm like hi kids. Yeah, Did you get your watchtower. Yeah, we also have crayons, crayons. <laughs> How do you say it? Crayons. Yeah, isn't it crayons? I think I've heard so. pl- people say crayons. Yeah, that's not and right. mock people that say crayons. No, it's crayons. I like me a crayon. Yeah. All right, Zach, why don't we get into some of the, the interesting history of the Jehovah's Witness? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, Zach. Well, first off, when were the Jehovah's Witnesses founded? Late so 1800s, something. It was. 1870, in fact, by a man named Charles Taze Russell. Okay. He led a Bible, like, Bible studies in... Our, our town, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, our favorite place in the world, go Steelers. <laughs> they're still in it. No, they're not. They should be. <laughs> <laughs> the Jehovah's Witnesses movement came out of a Bible student movement that was find, founded by Taze. Or I don't, I don't know why they're referring to him by his middle name now, because Taze was, it's Charles Taze Russell. Okay. But they're referring to him now as Taze. Mm, there you go. Maybe that was like his nickname. Hey, Taze! 
It's a good nickname. My man Taze right here. It's like Taser Face <laughs> from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I was thinking that too. Yeah. When Taze began disputing some of the traditional views within Christianity, the Jehovah's Witnesses were born. During his ministry, Russell... Now they're referring to him as Russell. Interesting. Russell quarreled with many tenets of mainstream Christianity, including immortality of the soul, yep. hellfire, yep. predestination, the f- fleshly return of Jesus Christ, meaning Jesus returning in the... F- I guess I didn't really need to explain that. That explains itself. The Trinity, yeah. which is probably one of the key things that right. separates it from mainstream Christianity, and the burning up of the world. The okay. Absolute. This is, uh, by the way, this is from Christianity.com. Okay. This is representing us all. In 1876, Russell encountered Nelson H. Barber. Okay. Later that year, they together they produced the book. Here we go once again. Remember, like in almost all of these Christian uh, cults, there's books that their leaders put together to yeah. teach. This is how we do things. It's called the Three Worlds, which combined restitution views with end time prophecy, and that's what we're going to see a lot of. Like we said earlier, with the Jehovah's Witnesses, is end times is very very important to them, and I yeah. think. It was pretty early on that they said that 1914 was going yeah. to be a very significant year. And this is the other thing that I've heard a lot about, and Zach, we didn't talk about this, is the 144,000. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That there's like uh, there's 144,000 individuals Correct. that are going to inherit the kingdom. Yep. And that's it. That comes straight from Revelation. because It's based on the 12 tribes. Yes. So it's this idea, yeah, 12 times 12. 12 times 12. 44. Exactly. So it's, it's yeah, 12,000 from each tribe. Yes. Yep. And that's who's going to inherit the kingdom. Right. And that's it. Yep. If you're, if you're one, you know, 144,001. You ain't in there. You're just, yeah, you're going to be obliterated. Like, there's, there's no hellfire, but you're just not going to exist. Until. Until. Until we'll talk about that. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that a little. Okay. Where they get their name? Jehovah's Witnesses focus on God the Father. Yeah, that's and once again, they they are non-trinitarian uh, believers. So the Father is above all. Yep. Jesus is God, but He is not as high yeah. of a God. And the same thing goes for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit and Jesus are not related, and they are not equal with the Father. Yeah. So their name is taken from the Tetragrammaton, written as Yahweh. Or Jehovah, but spelled Y Y H W H or J H V H. Right, right. That would have saved Indiana Jones <clears throat> in yes. Last Crusade. <laughs> Jehovah begins with an I. In Latin. In Latin. Uh, once again, we're going to continue doing these horrible accents of <laughs> Sean Connery. The group was initially called the Watchtower Society because founder Charles Taze Russell. Once again, published Zion's Watchtower and Herald of Christ's Presence magazine. Okay. So it was a letter, and so they got the name Watchtower first, but then they morphed it to Jehovah. Yeah. Jehovah, Jehovah's Witnesses. According to their to their own website, that's JW.org. We're not encouraging you to go there, but just letting you know that they have information out there. According to their website, Jehovah is the personal name of God as found in the Bible. A witness is a person who proclaims views of truths of which he is convinced. Okay, and here's the other thing. 
the next thing that I was actually going to talk about, but it's right here. Do they use the same Bible? And once again, this is another key difference that we're going to have with almost every one of these like Christian cults is they have their own version of the Bible, and that is the only version yeah. that they're going to use. Right. Because it reiterates their points and their points alone. Now, in in and you might say to yourself, well, what what is the difference in that? Well, for for us as okay, we we're part of an independent Baptist church. Yep. And that's loose. Yeah. I would say that's pretty loose. We're more I, I would I would consider us more Bapticostal. And that's okay. not even a real denomination. <laughs> but it's like we're somewhere in there. Yeah. But we're I, I would say mo- for the most part for all intents and purposes, we're a non-denominational community church. Yeah. But, like, the Baptist is very loose Yeah, in general. Uh, but you come here, and you could use an NASB Bible. That's the New American Standard Bible. You could use an ESV. You could use a CSB. You could use an NIV. You can use an NLT. You could use any version of the Bible you want because they're all, like, based from the same source material. So none of them are going to lead you astray. Should I say KJV just just in case? <laughs> just in case. So I was. I don't want anybody to be like, "What about the King James version?" I was I was driving in in, in around Pittsburgh. Speaking of that, in around this, this yeah, <laughs> that was the most Pittsburgh East thing. <laughs> anyway, in this, around this week, and I saw somebody's license plate that said KJV only. That was their license. Hey, plate. Hey baby, <laughs> some people. All right, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Quick aside, KJV, pretty, it's not the most accurate version of the Bible, uh, honestly. It's one of the hardest to understand and also not the greatest translation. Yeah. Uh, NASB is really the closest to the heart of the original Greek and Hebrew, if you, if you want to get technical. Is that, is that what you're using nowadays? No way, buddy. <clears throat> I use the CSB. That's my favorite Christian Standard Bible or yeah. ESV when I want to get fancy. Yeah, I'm an NIV guy. We know. <laughs> maybe maybe the people of the podcast don't know, but you you are you you have held fast yeah. to ES er, the ESV to the NIV. Yeah, I've gone all over the place. Yeah. You were NIV for a little while. I and did, then, man. And then, then now you're not anymore. Um, uh, CSB CSB just works a little bit better for for my comprehension level. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying that, that I <laughs> that's I, where I, you're at. I understand that one better. Yeah, I just need a message message Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Make it real plain. No, I'm just kidding. That's a paraphrase. That's not a translation. Anyway. Anyway. Aside. Anyway. Over. I wish you guys could see our hand motions. <laughs> anyway. Jehovah's Witnesses use a Bible translation called the New World Translation. Okay. That is the only Bible you could use as a Jehovah's Witness. Before this translation was released specifically by and for them, Zach, which one do you think they what Bible version did they use? KJV. KJV. Yeah, that's what they used before they wrote their own translation of the Got Bible. It. The New World Translation of the Bible is Jehovah's Witnesses' own translation. No other religious group uses this Bible, and Jehovah's Witnesses make very little use of other Bibles. That's according to TowerWatch.com. The translators of the New World Translation were Nathan Nor, Albert Schroeder, George Gangus. Fred Franz and M. Henschel. He didn't want to put his first name to it. it just, eh, just put M, <laughs> just in case this doesn't work out. So it's got to be Mark, right? Ma- it's Mark. <laughs> We're going to find you, Mark. <laughs> this is probably written, I think, in the ni- early 1900s. Um, 
Do vi- do Jehovah's Witnesses believe in the Trinity? The answer is no, and that's what we just discussed a little bit ago. Um, they they believe that the whole Trinitarian idea. And I was actually doing some reading on this. They believe it's. Uh, and I don't know where they get this, but that is a pagan belief. Oh, to believe that in a Trinitarian God. Okay. Even though the Bible, right? It, like if you take the exact translation, sure. It, like from the beginning. We, right, yeah. <laughs> but eh, whatever, like, you can translate it however you want to. Um, right, exactly. For, for Jehovah's Witnesses, I'm saying. For us, yeah, I mean, I think the Bible very much supports the Trinitarian God. Yes. Um, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. What does Jehovah's Witnesses teach about Jesus? Did you like, get into any of this? Yeah, that what their he, belief was, he, on was Jesus the, is? he was the creator, right? Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me, but he's the one begotten son of God. This this is not me saying this is what they say. Yes, and that uh, he was created by God, mm-hmm. and but is not equal to God. Exactly, and but he did the creating. Yes, and we can, and he's also a mediator. Yes, so there's a lot of that that's truth, because Jesus was the creator. Yeah, Jesus is our mediator between us and God. Yep. They just don't put him on God's level. Yeah, and that's why, and I'm serious when I say this. Like that's why I mean, if they come to your door. And they sit down and talk to you. Everything's going to sound pretty kosher. Yeah. Like this, it's all going to line up. It's all going to make sense, almost. Yeah. But if you ask them, so Jesus is part of the Trinity, they're going to be like, Wah! yeah, right. No. <laughs> yeah. So that's why you have to know your stuff a little bit if you're going to engage in a conversation with somebody that's not, um, that's like you know from one of these kinds of groups and societies. Uh, what do Jehovah's Witnesses believe about the Holy Spirit? Did you get into this? Because this is a little bit more... It was a little weirder. Yeah, it's a little bit more vague. Um, similar to the view of Jesus, Jehovah's Witnesses do not believe the Holy Spirit is equal to the Father. Right. Uh, they instead believe that the Holy Spirit is a force applied by God. So it's God moving. It's Yeah, it's God sending himself almost yeah. to the people. So what I said earlier when I said that they don't believe they believe the Holy Spirit to be a God and of Himself once again I'm I'm mixing up Mormons, yeah, and Jehovah's Witnesses. So Holy Spirit is just God, but not God. Right. <laughs> That's really confusing. Yeah, they claim that the Holy Spirit is impersonal. Impersonal? Wow, that's not good. He's the most personal. Right. He lives inside. He you. lives in, he, within us. He's working yeah. through us. By referring to God's Spirit as both his hands, fingers, and breath, the Bible shows that the Holy Spirit is not a person. Uh, so anyway, then it just goes on from there. So yeah, very, very off. What do they believe about holidays? This is getting more into their traditions. They don't celebrate Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I mixed together Easter and Christmas. <laughs> Christmas or Easter, which makes sense when you remember that they don't believe Jesus is equal to God. So they don't want to put yeah. Jesus above the Father, right. above Jehovah. All right. They also don't celebrate national holidays or birthdays in an attempt to remain separate from the world. So I guess I, 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 I noble. Maybe it's a little bit of a humility thing. Like they're yeah. like, oh, let's not make a big deal about anybody. Yeah. But give your kid a birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. That big a deal. Yeah, I suppose. At least give the mom a birthday cake. Why? Over the kid. She had him. <laughs> I guess so. But I, I think I, that's a strange tradition just in general. Birthdays. Really? I mean, it's nice that the kid came in the world, but think about what the mother did. 
I guess if you're thinking about that direction. But I'm thinking about. I'm just it trying is, to get brownie points is, with my it, wife. Yeah, my wife doesn't want another Sarah. Birthday. My wife does not want another birthday. So I don't know if we make a big deal about it. What do you mean? She doesn't want another birthday. Uh, get another year older. Yeah. Hey, 40, 40 is not that far away. It's it's hustling here. Pretty it's quickly. this year for you, buddy. Yeah. All right. What do what do they believe about politics? They stay out of it. Yep. They want nothing. To, conscientious objectors. Yeah. They, that's it. They want nothing to do with it. It's all about God. I can appreciate that. That's so why I said a lot of this one. This one isn't isn't as uh, out there as the other we talked about. Yeah, I would say. I mean, they they care about the things that do matter, like when it comes to like sanctity of human life, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're all about that. Yeah, that's that, like. But like when it comes to, um, you know, getting up there and preaching politics, you ain't gonna see that in the kingdom hall. Right. Well, I I don't want this to come across like I'm making a case. <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, this was like I this is this has been a strange one to study because it's not what I was expecting. Yeah, it's not what I was expecting, but still not Christianity. Right. <laughs> I just want to keep reiterating that point every time we say, "Wow, this is as crazy as I thought it was." It's still not good. Yeah, still not good. What do they believe about med- medical help? Like we said, they don't believe in tr- blood transfusions or anything like that because they believe what God has given you is what He's given you. And we are not to share okay. in that. Uh, so controversial uh, view of rejecting blood transfusions, even in life and death situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if your child's going to die, I, I've heard cases of this where parents have refused their children's like medical needs because they didn't believe in blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. And um, in, in those situations, I, I, I remember reading about this a long time ago, like, like, Child Protective Services had to step in. Oh wow! And say, your child, like, like basically, they got in trouble for not taking care of their child. So it is very, very controversial. Uh, for example, they don't accept blood transfusion because the Bible forbids taking in blood to sustain the body. Which the Bible, when it talks about that, is drinking the blood of an animal, <laughs> not. This right, this right. isn't something that existed right right back then, so it is. I I don't understand why they're like they hold fast to this. Yeah, this is where they need to be more like the Mormons and be like, ah, let's revise, revise <laughs> every five years, let's revise, make it a little bit more acceptable. All right, and finally on this list, how many Jehovah's Witnesses are there today? Uh, reportedly, eight point three million. Wait, wait. Yeah, 8.3 million Jehovah's Witnesses around the world and nearly 120,000 congregations. Okay. So gathering places. They're also known for doing evangelical work. Uh, or evangelical is actually the proper pronunciation. I've been thank, working thank on you, that. Steve. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you wouldn't call a kid that's named E-V-A-N. You wouldn't call him E-Van. It's Evan. <laughs> evangelical. Um work doing door-to-door attempting to make converts Uh, but here is a discrepancy to talk about 144,000 make it into yeah paradise there's 8.3 million like that's a big difference is everybody like like you know jousting for first like what do you do with that yeah are we not understanding the well i think what it is 
and what what I was reading about. So so the, yeah, the big difference then is the end time stuff. Obviously the the trinitarian stuff, but the end time stuff. Yes. So from Revelation, the 144,000 is taken as as a literal number and not as I think at least I in my view of <coughs> excuse me, Revelation that that's a it's one of those round numbers that is more of a symbolic number. I I just found Yes, and, this, so, and so this is from the Gospel Coalition. You mind if I? G- Gospel Coalition is a very <clears throat> reputable source. Okay, go ahead on things uh, as well. So there's two redeemed peoples. Yes, here it is. Jehovah's Witnesses that are two peoples of God. So number one, there's the anointed class. That's the hundred forty-four thousand. Those, uh, those are the really good ones. You you gotta <clears throat> you gotta try real hard for yeah. that. The anointing class, this is the 144,000, will live in heaven and rule with Christ. Yes. Rule with Christ. Yes. That's concerning. Yeah. It's not that different than our belief, though. We're not ruling, but we have... God gives us things to do. He gives us um, things that he... Like jobs, for for lack of a better term, because there's the parable... Where Jesus is teaching about, you know, here on earth, the person that has this much responsibility is going to gain, you know, the similar amounts of responsibility yeah. in heaven. So, <coughs> sorry, I got something in my throat. So I, I think know. maybe it means more like, well, I, I can't, I can't tell you what it means, but as far as the Christian, our point of view on it is, yes, you are going to have responsibilities in heaven, but we're not going to be like little kings or anything up there ruling yeah. in that aspect. I know I'm getting toilet duty. <laughs> That's your job. Like, getting into heaven, but I'm not getting one of the good jobs. Yeah. Like, yeah, Steve, this is what you earn. <laughs> this is what you get. No, just kidding. Uh, but so there's the two groups. Like I said, the 144,000, they get the rule. The other sheep, which are the other believers, uh, will f- live forever on in a paradise earth. Yes. So just for eternity. Okay. On a paradise earth. What I... There's something about um, <clears throat> 1914, and yes. that is when um, this everything was supposed to happen in 1914. In, Second in, coming. In, yes, and that is when... <coughs> good grief. That is when... <laughs> yeah. That is when Satan fell, and Jesus began to yeah. rule up in heaven in 1914. And so then this age now, Satan's ruling 1914. over 1914. Yeah. He's been waiting for 1914. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when the angels fell, and, and, and Satan... And then in the future, um, there's going to be a time where for a thousand years, um, people are going to be, it's going to be a time of like paradise and and perfection on earth. People are going to be living then. And then Satan is going to be let loose again. And that's like your last chance. And if you fall into temptation then, then you're done. But if if you live through that, then you can be within the eternity. If you live through a thousand years of Jesus. Yeah. And then, and that's not good enough. Come on. Um, okay, so, yeah, so like you were saying, Jehovah's, they, they do believe the second coming, it, they believe it already it happened. Yeah. And it was invisible. Yeah. And it was a spiritual event that occurred in 1914. Yeah. So, th- so that was the beginning of the thousand-year reign of Jesus? I don't know exactly what, what their beliefs are, but that's like... The past hundred years have not been that. And <clears throat> Jesus is reigning in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, they probably said that, and then... Oh, in heaven, yes, and then because I was like right down here, yeah. <laughs> right before World War One and World War Two, yeah, 
and all the horrible things. Yeah, like, yeah. I hope that's not what they viewed as like Jesus, like the thousand years of the reign yeah. of Jesus. Um, yeah, very like like I said, I, I, it doesn't. It, I it, I don't track necessarily how it all lines up right with within the Bible, but you get into their translation and it definitely does take you like on a little bit of a like they they change words around enough to make it make sense for what they're trying to say yeah but interestingly enough i it, it doesn't strike me as that they had like some sort of goal or agenda yeah outside of trying to deepen their own faith but it I, it, it looks like to me this all started in a time of um what would you call it? It it was like spiritual reformation yeah. in the early 1900s where there was a lot of like this spirituality. This is where you see the Pentecostal movement mm-hmm. come out um, and things start to get uh, more emotionally driven, okay. I would say somewhat in the church. And, uh, and everybody started like this whole idea of end time theology, I feel like really took off, really took off. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's where they kind of like they kind of stuck their heels in the ground and were like, we're not moving beyond this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and so it, that's what's interesting to me. It's like it all supports their claim uh, of this, like this, you know, the end time kind of or like deal that they want. Be, and it just so happens that it started right around the time that they structured their organization. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, that's the unfortunate aspect of it. And here we are a hundred and, you know, what, uh, in, what was that? We said 18, 1870s when the Bible study started. Yeah. So it's 150 years ago, 152, three, whatever right. years ago. And, um, not too much is, <laughs> I mean, the world has changed a lot, but when it comes to spiritual matters, yeah, you know, it's and, like, wow. And I've had one I've had a couple conversations with people that are Jehovah's Witness, and it, the idea is that they're right and we're wrong. They're the true. They're the true believers. I know, and we, and we are the lost. Even though you know we could be a pastor, right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, you know you're you're not a real Christian because there's only a certain amount of us. You have to come in our in our group here, and, and we know, you know, yeah. we'll we'll let you behind the curtain and see what's yep. going on. And and uh, we're the right. We are the ones who are going to inherit all of this. You guys are just not going to because you don't got it right. <coughs> yeah, so we, we are going to face eternal separation, which is just not mm-hmm. in in the eyes of the Jehovah's Witnesses. It's just uh, it's a nothingness. Yeah, it's nothingness. You just go on to no. no yeah, you no longer exist. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so an interesting story. I had this person in my that was a client in another job, and. Uh, Excuse me one second. You are you are having a day, buddy. That's what happens when you speak all day. You lose your voice and yep. and uh, just need to be nicer to it, I guess. So this this woman, she was one of the nicest people that I've I had contact with with my job. You know, clients and stuff. You have relationships. You like you know, um, you you see them, you talk to them, you, they, you know that type of stuff. And this person was just nice all the time. And so we'd be talking and stuff. And I would see her. She had like a little like pamphlet that she was like working on all the time and reading and that stuff. And so we would talk about church and stuff. She was the only person that like that would have open conversations about what kind of, you know, what 
church that I go to and this type of stuff. And just very nice. So I, I invited her one day to church. And she was like, oh, I'm Jehovah's Witness. And I was like, I, I didn't know that at all. Okay. But then she gave me one of her like watchtower pamphlets to look at and stuff. And mm-hmm. so just like we had this relationship. So I, I was like, hey, I was asking her questions about what she believed. And she's like, I, I can't tell you. I was like, oh, what? Okay. And she was like, I was like, okay, like the, di- the like the differences, and and like she wasn't allowed to tell me diff- like what was going on, and and and, the, and then, so there was someone who was the head of her like church or something like that, or Kingdom she, Hall, yeah, yeah, and she was like afraid kind of that if he found out, like she was going that she was talking about her, yeah, faith. like she was like very nervous about that, okay. and so I found that interesting, like you know. She she could hand out this pamphlet, but she could not talk to me about it. Yeah, and and describe what was going on. Like like that had to be, that had to be the that's, information that I could have. That's it. Yeah, and it's interesting that you say that because I oh and I think what I've I've also come to understand is like, yeah, the only ones that could talk about it are the ones that are like really well trained up. So like they're missionaries. It's not like the Mormon missionaries that are like young kids and they're going out and they're like, this is part of like their, yeah. you know, their year or two of missionary service. The people that the Jehovah's Witnesses send out, they know their stuff. Okay. Like they really know their stuff and they, they, they could take you to task. So you got you to gotta know what you're talking about when it comes to true biblical Christianity. Yeah. Because they know their Bibles. Okay. They know their Bibles very well. And like I said, their Bible translations not super far off. Right. But it's just enough of a twist that they can make things lean their direction. So yeah. you have to know the truth. But this is all the other reason, Zach. Like I, you were saying that, and it brought to mind something that I, I wanted to speak about. Because the other thing that we see that is a um, constant in all of these uh, Christian cults is the shunning that will mm. occur yeah. if you do something wrong, do something against the church. Like she would have probably been reprimanded in some way and had the possibility of being shunned. And this is what ends up happening when they leave. If they choose to relieve the religion or they're kicked out because of punishment, because they're sharing secrets or whatever the case might be, um, they, they are subjected to an extreme form of shunning. They can no longer see parents, siblings, and friends. They are, oh, wow. those people are forced to cut all ties with them. And I have heard about this. I've, I've listened to um, people's testimonies on this. It is heartbreaking because hmm. it's like, it is absolute. Hmm. Like there's, there's no, there's no coming back from it. You're not welcome back into the fold either. Like once you're gone, you're gone. Hmm. Um, and they defend, they defend the shunning with the biblical passage, remove the wicked man from among yourselves. Oh, wow. It's rough. Yeah. It's, uh, there's very little grace in there. Uh, so, yeah, that's scary. And they also, I mean, just as a habit, this is kind of the other thing you were talking about, Zach, is they limit contact with non-Jehovah's Witnesses, okay. especially for people that are not trained up in the tradition. So if it's like a younger person that, you know, even moderately understands, like, what they believe, they're not allowed to speak for religion, only if you are, like highly trained yeah. and ready to go, like, to defend the faith. And so so what I've always noticed, too, with Jehovah's Witnesses is if they're standing on the street, because th- there was a, a time not that long ago in New Wilmington where they, they had the watchtower, like, tracks set up in these, like, this 
guy in this like full on he had like a three piece suit on. Oh, okay. Like, you know, jacket and he's got the vest, you know, he's all f- fancied up yeah, and yeah. He had his wife uh, 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 I assumed his wife. It was a female uh and just knowing what they believe and stuff. I'm guessing it was his wife was with him. Um and you could tell they were older, probably in their early 60s. Okay. And that's what I see a lot of times when they're sending people out to homes or they're standing on street corners, they are always like the elders okay. of the church. Whereas in other these Christian calls, you get the younger ones because gotcha. it's like, yeah. yeah, they can be a little more trendy and cool and, you know, <laughs> hip. This one's like, no, send out the the best. Yeah. The best, the ones that know all their stuff. They trick everybody. Not that that's their goal. I mean, obviously they think they think they're right. They're, they're right and they yes. They care. That's why they're evangelizing. But um they they don't want their their uh apologists right. to be um messed with. So anyway, yeah. A lot of a lot of things to really consider when you look at all of this. Yeah, I, I just think I think it what is the heart of Christ's messages is love for his people, right? Yep. And the grace that comes in that, the forgiveness, the mercy. And I think a lot of these, well, just this one we talked about today, Jehovah's Witness, you miss that. Like, it's like you need to do things correctly so you can be that 144,000 or you can be the redeemed, you know? And you miss that, you know, God loves us and, Mm -hmm. and desires us to have a relationship with him. Yep. And it's not to make sure we we are perfect people. Like we cross everything off on our daily checklist of life in such a way that we live perfectly and that we do all the things we're supposed yeah. to do. No, he wants us to, to live for him and to love like him and to see the world like him and, 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 and have relationships with people to allow them to know who he is. You know, the salt and light thing we talk about all the time. And not in such a way that shows our superiority but that shows humbleness and shows yep. humility and yep. shows Christ's love. And I feel like this, this whole idea of being shunned and, and, and uh, being set apart and being, a, you know, a select few, you know, mm-hmm. I, I understand there's scripture, you know, there's the wide and narrow gate and only some find it. Yep. Um, but that's a personal choice. It's not a, um, it's not God trying to keep you out. Yes. You, yes. you, you keep, keep you yourself out. out. Yep. Correct. Exactly. Exactly, and that's that's the that is the troubling part of this. But it, it it you know it comes across as something that was set in its ways, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. There's no like you know, a, as we've gone through generations and generations of the church, you know, just speaking about the capital C church. Um, obviously, the word of God never changes. Yeah, but our understanding of certain aspects of it and the grace that we show to people has, has changed. Like God hasn't changed. Yeah. Our approach has. Okay. Our approach, the, the word of God hasn't changed. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, I thought I've made that clear. Yeah, yeah. Word of God does not change. Mm-hmm. God is constant. His word is constant, right. but our approach has changed and it's allowed people. I, I, I see that there's much more grace given to those who are struggled today than it was 50 years ago. But you see here within Jehovah's Witnesses, it's like, no, what we got, what we wrote a hundred years ago, exactly yeah. the same. And it's like, well, you're not God. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it's just surprising to me that they haven't come to see that, like, what they 
believed early on about the word of God has not changed as things have been studied. It's like, why would people say like they are so set in their ways that they're uncompromising? It's almost like if, if we compromise on how, like how we set our minds to things that's somehow changing what God said. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I th- to them, for Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm not talking about mainline Christianity. Yeah, I think it's... I think we just need to make sure that... And you've made the point several times that God's Word does not change. Yes. And the, and the <laughs> truth of it doesn't change. Yes. And even if we... There's a new revelation in the truth. If there, you begin to find there new, is no new, re- yeah, new there. revelation outside of the revelation that, you know, is is there yes. like that's where you start to get maybe a little bit offline and, and, and that's then, not what i was saying no, 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 i'm not you weren't saying that at all yeah oh i thought you were saying that's what i was doing no 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 you let's get into saying, a fight on the podcast <laughs> a fist fight well here like fist thump, fight thumping in fist the fight in the parking lot yeah that's a <laughs> zach and steve got into a massive fight out the parking lot <laughs> after the podcast no, I, 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 I was, I'm sorry. I was confused by what you were saying there. No, no. I thought you were saying that I was saying that. No, no, no. Change it. No. I'm just saying, like, you've seen in the, in the church our approach to evangelism has changed. Uh, how, how we reach people has changed. But it's still the same word. It's still the same God. It's still the same truth and behind I guess, it all. I guess my response to that would be, Different denominations of Christianity would dis- would disagree with you with that, S- thinking that um, you should not be showing grace to certain types of people. In, in well, that's s- a shame. Yes, but I, <laughs> my, my, I guess my point is <laughs> um, that are you representing them? No, I'm not <laughs> representing them. But there's more to Jehovah's Witness than just not than just uh, not showing grace to a certain amount of people. Uh, yeah, and I it, guess I was I was speaking more specifically to some of their uh, their beliefs on pushing people out completely, yeah. and like that that to me is the ultimate showing of uh, a, a, a total lack of grace. I, I don't even know how you justify that. I mean, I know they justify it by that scripture that they use, like you have to cast the wicked aside or whatever it was along those lines. Um, and I get that within the church when you have people that are trying to do wicked things to others. Yeah, you have to. Right. But when somebody makes a mistake or is just trying to figure something out, you're not like, get out of here. Yes. Like, yes. There's a difference. Right. And I think what you don't want is a watered down version, though, of the gospel yes. and of God's truth. And sure. I think that maybe is is happening somewhat in the in the Christian Christianity in a whole where. And so, I, where I think in some denominations. Are, yes. Yes. Where people where certain denominations, certain churches are getting away from God's truth to make it fit the culture. Yeah, and, and, that's, where, and that's bad. Yes, and, and if, if you're saying the Jehovah's Witnesses are against that, then that's not a bad thing to be against, right? It's, it's more their beliefs of who, who Jesus is, basically, like in, in, the, in the Holy Spirit, right? And, you know, and their superiority, right? Yeah. But it's, it's more, their, you know, they lost the, the truth about Jesus being the Son of God. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a, there's a, yeah, God there's a pridefulness. God. Right. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're saying the same thing. We're just trying we to make are. sure we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if you were paying attention, <laughs> we are tired. We are very tired. And we uh, probably shouldn't be talking about some of the stuff that we're talking about right this second. But once, once again, biblical Christianity, good. Yep. Watchtower Christianity, not good. Yep. <laughs> not Christianity. Uh, but that what we're trying to get at though is like is it's it's the kindness and the care that we have to show people that don't believe the same way that we believe. Yes. It's the prayers that we need to offer up to God for these for these people that we could find a way to intercede because it, a lot of this is indoctrination. Yeah. Um, you know, they're brought up in this, they don't know any different and that's that. It's like yeah. it, it's and that's and I mean you could say that about Anybody that's brought up in the church, right? Right. But what what is being presented here is, if you go against this, you're gonna have nobody. Yep. Nobody. Well, and we'll make sure it happens. Like the fear that goes yeah. along with that, and that's just not presented in true Christianity. Right. Um. I I mean, I can't say that there aren't some some churches or maybe just in particular families that wouldn't feel that way. Right. But overall, yeah, that's not. How God operates. That's not how. That's not what Jesus uh, would ever call us to. God, Jesus calls us to, you know, growing in the fruit of the spirit. Um, that doesn't seem ever present in what we just talked about with the Jehovah's Witnesses, unfortunately. But uh, I think Zach, we have we have talked at length on this about yep. things that we are not experts in. Nope, we're not the know-it-alls. Nope. Not Wh- all. What would you call us? The don't know it all. <laughs> Uh, yeah for zach and steve yeah yeah (laughs) i'm zach i'm steve we'll see you next week bye-bye